0: Hello my lovelies and welcome back to the podcast. This week we are going to talk about limiting beliefs, right? I have been coming across it so much recently and I've been thinking a lot about it and I've had a few conversations with people and I've been like, that's limiting beliefs. You have limiting beliefs on yourself and you need to get rid of them. So a few weeks ago, I was actually having a chat with a client and we were talking about life. And I was like, she said something and I was like, but why not you? Why not us? Like, why not? Do you know what I mean? It Like, why not me? Why not us? And I think that it made me really think about limiting beliefs and how we're so conditioned in a sense to like grow up and have very limited beliefs in what we can achieve, but it's actually like a deep belief in what you actually feel like you deserve. And I was saying to this client, like, you know, you actually somewhere deep down, you don't do these things because you don't think that you deserve them. And that makes me sad and I kind of thought back to like my childhood and how I grew up and I kind of thought I grew up with limiting beliefs like they were installed in me and somewhere along the line I thought why not me and I went for it and I ended up with things I never thought I would have going places I never thought I would ever go and it just shows that other people like your parents, your family, your friends, they will place limiting beliefs on you because they don't believe that they can do something themselves. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense, but because they couldn't do it, they say no, like you you could never do that. Like people like us don't do things like that, like people like us could never like have something like that or go somewhere like that or it, it brings me actually to a video an interview that i seen jay-z do and he was saying that his uncle said say he said he was going to like sell like a hundred million records and his uncle was like nah like you could never do that and he was like no you could never do that you know like look at, at the amount of records that jay-z has sold and if he listened to his uncle then he would have never been Jay-Z, you know, like it would never have been the person, the the artist, the rapper that we all know. Do you know what I mean? Like so it got me thinking a lot about the way that I was raised and I think like my biggest fear is struggling financially. And I think because I seen my mum struggle financially, that's always been a worry for me. I've always thought like, especially when my mum was like on her deathbed and I kind of thought like, you never lived even half the life that you deserved, you know, like, and that's my biggest fear in life is actually laying in my deathbed and going, I wish I did this and I wish I did that. And I would rather sit and go, you know, I did that and I failed and it never worked out than never knowing. Like, I, I don't like that. I don't like the thought of never trying. And it's actually a bit of a pet peeve of mine when people say things like, oh, I've tried everything. And it's like, no, you haven't. Like, let's say losing weight, right, for instance, like, especially if that affects your health and you have a health condition, that could be made better, more livable, if you were just to lose weight, right, and eat healthier and maybe cut down on alcohol. That's something that you're choosing. And if you're living in a state of financially being strapped from month to month, then you have to accept that you're actually choosing that. Because nowadays, compared to like back in the day, we have so many ways to create an income and build businesses and jobs that pay really well and you don't need to stay in the same place you could move abroad that could maybe give you a better life that also might be better for your health as well and people just don't do it like they think oh no I've tried everything or somebody like me couldn't move abroad or oh that costs a lot of money or whatever but then they'll spend money that they don't really have on Amazon parcels and TikTok shop and just buying shit out of like home bargains and B&M and just wasting money. Like we live in the most consuming society so far. We are total consumers and I'm definitely guilty of it as well. Like I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I'm not a consumer. Like I don't buy anything. I've never wasted money. It's because I have wasted money. It's because I have bought pointless stuff when I could have actually saved the money and I could have invested it or put it towards something a lot better. And I seen this quote that said, all of those clothes in your closet used to be money. And that hit me like a train. Because I just thought, like, I love an outfit. If you watch my TikToks, you will know, like, I love an outfit. But recently, or in the past year, I've been investing in pieces that are timeless. Because I don't want to spend money on fast fashion. And even, like, today, I had a bit of a gander and. Zara and I picked up a few things and it maybe would have came about £200 and you know something I put them all back because I just thought are they timeless are they classic are they going to be sustainable like see when I wash this jumper is it going to still look as good probably not because it's no good quality it's made with polyester so I put everything back and I was actually really proud of myself because I thought I do have enough clothes I don't need clothes and I know that it's nice to buy things and I'm a sucker for an outfit and I love a new outfit for every occasion. But I just am very turned off now by fast fashion. And um, it just also I didn't want to keep spending money on fast fashion. I wanted to have timeless classic pieces that I can pull out of the wardrobe in the winter or I can pull out of the wardrobe in the summer. And, of course, you can add, like, bits to it each summer, each winter, whatever. But it also helps me when I get dressed. I feel like the less that I've actually got in my wardrobe, the easier it is to get dressed as well. And when you've got, like, a wardrobe full of basics, you can wear so many different outfits. Someone said to me recently that they'd never seen me wear the same outfit, and yet... I wear the same I feel like I wear the same clothes every other week. But I do, but I'm wearing them each in a different way each time because everything could basically goes with everything. So when I think about the way that I was raised and seeing that struggle, my sister and I had a conversation recently. And we were saying you know like mum worked full time like mum had two jobs like why was she so skint all the time and like she shouldn't have been do you know what I mean like so what was it was it just that she was bad with money she was just poor at managing her money because I think that probably is the case and I think that I'm a bit better at managing money so maybe that's why I don't feel like it's such a struggle like paycheck to paycheck like living like that and I I just remember like things like driving for instance my mum didn't drive so she thought that driving was like really expensive and like she placed a limiting belief on us without kind of realizing it being like oh cars are so expensive you know like you've got a monthly payment and then um, forget about that. Before you have even drove a car, like you need lessons, and they're expensive, and petrol, and insurance, and what if anything happens? You know, like you burst a tire or something like that. That like, they're they're just so expensive. And I do agree with my mom in that sense. It is expensive as a luxury to drive, and it gives you a lot of independence. Though, but she was just like, oh, we can never afford that. You know, and like. You would see people like in the street going on holiday and my mum used to always like say it was a bit annoying because my mum worked so hard but most people were in benefits that lived in my street and she still always say like their windows are nicer than mine and it's like they just kind of sit in their arse and it kind of makes you sick. And I can understand where my mum was coming from there because she's out knocking her pan in, but then people can afford to drive and buy. Like, I remember when flat-screen TVs came out, I mean, they were about 1000 to £2,000. And, like, people had them. You would walk by their house, you could see through, like, into their window that they had this big TV. And, like, it was just... They just always seemed to have disposable income, whether my mum didn't. And you would think that going to work, you would be better off. But it kind of seemed as if it really wasn't for her. But again, it could just be that she was bad with money. Like, she just wasn't very good at managing it. But they would go, like, on holidays and things like that. And she would be like, you know, like, you wonder how they can afford that. And... I never really knew how much holidays and things like that cost and we did go on holidays but it was never really abroad um but I kind of grew up thinking that I would never be able to go abroad and I would never be able to drive and I would never be able to like afford that. and really it's just about saving some money putting some money by like like today I was going to spend £200 in Zara that I really shouldn't be spending and instead put that away, you know, like if you're about to spend money, put it in the basket. Whatever you're about to spend that's going to sit in the wardrobe, put it right into your savings account. That's like a really good way of saving some money and you'll surprise yourself at how much money that you would waste there was an app that I used to use when I bought my first house and it was, um, I think it was called Yolt, Y-O-L-T and that was an eye-opener because that shows you like how much money you're spending on like food and clothes and like petrol, it shows you everything, it breaks everything down and you can set budgets and things for yourself and that's really good for saving but The thing about this limiting belief is, like, it's a funny thing because, again, my sister and I were talking about how most people, like, round about us, like, we live in poverty and we don't even realise it. Like, we grew up on an estate, right? And it was, like, a, a council estate, but it never felt like that. It was, like, we when we were younger the flats get knocked down and they built new houses and it was like my friends had bought houses but they never had two toilets but we did and we had like a nice big back garden front garden like our house was beautiful you would never it's basically like a new build that you would buy today for like 270 grand do you know what I mean so Because everybody was living the same as we lived and when we went to school and things like that, everybody's parents were basically on par with ours, you never felt like you never had enough or you wanted more or you were poor or anything like that. But if you're living paycheck to paycheck, then you are poor. Like, what is it they say? The average person's only three paychecks away from being homeless. That's, like, a scary thought. And when you think about, like, if you're somebody that likes to buy, like, fast fashion all the time and that kind of thing, have a wee think about it because all of those clothes in your wardrobe used to be money. And what would you rather, like, my thought process is I would rather go on holiday or have an experience than I would buy clothes that are going to sit in the wardrobe or shoes or bags or whatever. Like even like decorating houses, like people go really over the top with that. And again when I decorate my house, I decorate it so that it's timeless and classic. I don't really go with like the trend of what's in because we all seen like that whole Mrs Hinch like green white thing, I absolutely hated that by the way, that was so disgusting, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you had like mirrored furniture and a crushed velvet couch but that was minging, like so I always decorate my houses to be timeless so that I don't have to be decorating all the time because again my mum used to decorate a lot and it was like we used to get to change our bedrooms all the time and with our our friends, they would get their bedrooms done up like once every five, six years, you know, like, and we constantly were changing, it was like changing rooms in our house, honest to God. So I think if you buy like cheap, you buy twice, right? So I'm kind of done with that and I want to be a bit wiser with my money because I believe that, it's important to try fulfil everything in life that you want to try and achieve and a lot of that does come down to money and if you could learn to be better with money or you could budget with like your money a wee bit better then it could take you places that you could never imagine that you would end up standing in so I want to talk a wee bit about lockdown, talking about like limiting beliefs, but lockdown for me was like life changing and it was life changing in the best way. I've spoke about it before in the podcast, but I worked so much that it forced a stop and that stop gave me chance to reflect. And I started to adapt like healthy habits into my life, which I believe actually changed my life. Getting up and exercising for like 40 minutes a day, it changed everything. It literally changed everything. And even though I had a few businesses at the time and I had closed one right enough, but I was still running the other one and I was what you would class as a successful business owner, I didn't feel successful into a point I still don't feel successful so maybe there's a limited belief on me that I just don't I always feel like I could do better and there's more so that's maybe something that I need to work on but I'm really lucky in the sense of being an adult like since I moved out the house I've never really struggled financially and I think it's because I won't allow myself to struggle financially of course I need to budget like everybody else I'm not a millionaire yet but (laughs) that stop just made me think right I need to work smarter not harder and I have put things into place ever since to try work smarter and no harder but I fell into that part where I'm working harder and no smarter and I'm kind of back again and I'm so determined this time because I think as a hairdresser there are people out there that are charging a lot more than what I am and you maybe see their work and you think I actually could have done a better colour job than that and I think also hairdressers get a really big rap like for how much we might charge for a service but you go in and get lip filler and it costs you 250 pound and it's like literally five ten minutes work and you don't bat an eyelid about it but we stand there for like four or five hours doing your hair and you want to pay 50 pound it's just it's no for me and I think like, back when I first started out, I thought to myself, like, I was scared to charge too much because I thought I would never be able to build a clientele, but I did. And there's people that will pay, and you'll maybe get to, like, the the checkout and go, right, that's, like, £150, and they're going, oh, my God, is that it? Like, so I know that I was placing myself too low when I was charging clients for the, the service that I was delivering, and you always want to kind of over-deliver, right? Like, you want to create an experience for a client. You need... You can you kind of be charging people, like, £200 for a hairdo and the environment isn't nice and it's cold and they don't get any refreshments and it's no like, it's not a nice experience. They're not going to want to come back. They're not going to part with their money, but... I just thought to myself, like, the other day I seen this guy charge, like, £360 for this bronze colour that he did, and it was awful, and I just thought, oh, no, like, like, what am I doing? I'm I'm undercharging severely. Why not me? Why do I not charge £360 for that? Because I know that I would deliver on that plus more, you know, and it's just something that I feel like I've really been reflecting on recently and it all comes down to like how you value yourself and how much you think that you're worth and um, there's a lot of people that will say oh I don't want to like charge a lot because prices have went up for everything but that's so true prices have went up for everything including the price of our product the price of our rent gas electricity insurance everything it takes a lot before we've even made a penny, you know, so we need to pay in order to actually work. You need to buy the product, you need to pay your rent at the salon. You need to pay for your insurance before you've even made pro profit. So I am letting go of this limited belief that I can't be charging people like certain amounts for hair because that's a shame and whatever when they're willing to part with hundreds of pounds for services that take 10 minutes and I'm working my arse off you've got all this experience and I just feel like hairdressers get a really bad rap so if you're a hairdresser then please make sure that you are not limiting your beliefs believe me you might lose clients because they can't afford that or they're not willing to pay the new price but you will gain other clients that think that your price is reasonable and they think that actually you're worth more and you should raise your prices because I've experienced it so I think that the whole reflection just made me think I know my worth I know my value and if you know your worth and your value then why not you if you have a dream to start a business or go live somewhere or live a certain way start doing it tomorrow create yourself a vision board get yourself a pen and piece of paper write down who you want to be to a t like literally who do you want to be if it's you want to be somebody that always has their nails done always have your nails done if you want to be kinder be kinder if you want to be happier be happier it's literally a choice you're making a choice for the minute that you wake up you can either be in a negative or a positive mindset and there was a really interesting analogy that Steve Harvey actually said and I'd came across it a few years ago and he said right when you wake up there's like these wee workers in your head and one side are like negative and they'll and then the other side are positive and when you wake up if you wake up with a negative mindset the the boss shouts to the negative workers right negative workers it's time like it's on like we're having a negative day like oh no we need to go to work like boohoo or oh, we need to go and walk to the train station boohoo like everything is just a negative see if you wake up and you're going to choose to be happy and this is coming for somebody that really had to make that choice because I was deeply 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 in grief and if you have never heard of me before and you've never listened to a podcast you've never listened to a TikTok video I was suicidal for a long time after my mum passed away it was I struggled to get through every minute every day, right? So I'm not just, please don't think, oh, this is such shit advice, like, what's she talking about, right? But if you wake up and you choose to be happy, sometimes you've got to fake it until you make it, right? Like, then the wee boss shouts to the positive workers, right, it's going to be a great day here, let's get to work, right? And you wake up and you say, do you know what? I'm so grateful that I have a job to go to and I might have to walk to the train station, but at least I've got my health. And if you've got a car and it might be running down and whatever, it might not be the best car in the world, then at least you've got a car. You can you can stay out the rain. You're warm in your car. It gets you for A to B. It gets you for home to work and back again. That's all you need. I think that there's so much limited belief on that, or lack of gratitude actually when it comes to like what we actually have because nowadays we have more stuff than we've ever had and we've got more access to more things than we've ever had but there's so many ungrateful people and I really genuinely believe that you can change your life through gratitude and the way that you think and really believing that you deserve it that If you don't think that you deserve it and you're waiting on somebody else to give you, what makes you think that they should give you that? You know, like, it's like when you go into a job interview or whatever, like, you've got to sell yourself. You've got, why should we give you the job? Like, nobody's going to tap your door and give you your dream life. And you can either choose day one or one day and that one day might never come, and you could end up on your deathbed going, do you know what, I really wanted to visit Santorini, and I never went, and it was just a flight away, I really wanted to move to Italy, and I never did it, because I was so scared, home will always be home, you will always have a home, no matter where you come from, like, I think I worried about that as well, like, if I moved away, like oh my god, I would come back and I wouldn't have a home and I wouldn't have any furniture and I would need to start from scratch. But honey, what if you fly? What if the thought of coming home never crosses your mind and you go, do you know what? I should have done this five years ago. I I should have done this a long time ago, but I never because my limiting beliefs and you kind of kick yourself. But the main thing is, if you get up and you do it day one, starting tomorrow, then you let go of the limiting beliefs and you might have a wee moment where you kind of stumble in and out of like, God, can I do this? Do I deserve this? Yes. Yes, you do. Of course you do. Why not you? Why not you? Why do you think that Somebody that's living the dream life, maybe it's somebody that you follow on TikTok or Instagram or on a podcast and you just think, God, they're so happy and they're so healthy and they've got everything they want and everything just always seems to work out for them and, God, I wish I lived there and had that lifestyle. Why not you? Why not you? Why can you not have that? They're just a human being like you. They just got up and decided to be that person one day and they ran with it. That's how they get happy. They fulfilled themselves. It's just about letting go of the limited beliefs of what you think that you deserve and what you think you don't. And you really need to try and get to the root of, right, if you you, you think, oh, no, like, but I could never, you know, why why couldn't you? Sit down with a pen and piece of paper, sit in the end of your bed, ask yourself, why do I believe that I don't deserve this thing? Whether it is your dream car or it's going abroad somewhere or it's buying a house or it's being a healthy person or being happier. or Sometimes it actually takes getting rid of some people in your life before you can actually go, do you know what? Actually, they were holding me back. They were actually limiting my beliefs. They were in a box. They were can't people, and I'm a can do person. I can do anything that I put my mind to, and I know I can. But they were can't people. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. We can't do that. People like us don't do things like that. They're the people that say, I tried everything that you know deep down never tried everything. People like that frustrate me to my core. You're sitting there and you think that you're telling me the truth, you think that you're convincing me, but you're lying to yourself and I know that you're lying because you're sitting in front of me and you haven't tried. If that was me where I dream, I would try everything I possibly could. I'm not somebody that's sitting on something and going oh I'm not really sure if if somebody it's like this podcast like sometimes you maybe only get like a hundred people listening to an episode but then you could look back in a couple of months time and there's a thousand people listening to the episode it's not about how many people listen it's about who's listening how is it changing you how is it changing your mindset if if it could change one person, if one person was listening, I would still be doing this. Because some people think, oh, it's cringe and what does she know and whatever. But like there was so much stuff that took me 30 years to learn that I feel like if I had the right people in my life teaching me that when I was younger and installing that belief in that you can do anything that you want, and my dad was quite good like that. And I'm not saying these people are bad people either. My mother was a, a, an amazing person. She was the kindest person. She would give you the shirt off her back. Genuinely, to the core, that woman deserved the fucking world. But I refused to be that woman in that hospital bed who never lived her life to the full because you only get one shot. You only get one shot. And I'm going to make sure that this is a beautiful life. And you should too. Romanticize it. Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? What do you want to work as? What would you do if nobody was watching and you, nobody had an opinion? You 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 need to learn to like stop giving a fuck about what other people think about what you're doing, what you're wearing, what you're saying. Because here's the thing, right? Say you did go and live your best life in Italy, right? Or you became a millionaire or you became really successful and a lot of people really liked you. There'll always be people that have got something to say about that because they're pigeons. They're tiny wee people that are stuck in their box and they don't realise that they can fly. They can fly far, they can fly high, but they just, they're too limited in their beliefs. So... I really hope that this episode has been helpful to you. I really want you to understand that you are, whatever you want to do in your life, you deserve to try. You deserve to at least try to create that for yourself. Nobody is going to do that for you. You need to do it for yourself. Please, for me, please try, right? Whatever that thing may be. It could be as silly as, exercising daily going to a Pilates class these things changed my life (laughs) like it changes you start to exercise you change your mindset you just it just completely changed my life and I know that I sound probably to the average person like a little bit of a head case but I'm living a pretty nice life and I'm really really happy and I'm really really content and I did it all and I did it all on my own and I have nobody to thank but myself and that's a good feeling. That's a really, really good feeling. You can be who you want to be. Just don't be a shite person because karma will come and bite you in the ass. Don't step on people to get to a certain place because guess what? Even you come down, you're going to need to meet all these people and you're maybe going to need them. So always be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you again next week. Bye.